Someone used Cocoa Pops to mock council for not filling potholes. That is right, people. You have heard that right. Filling your local potholes on the road with Cocoa Pops. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing... Step right up, step right up. Welcome to the strange, bizarre, but oddly alluring, what the hey. I'm your ringmaster, JC, and I have with me the amazing, astounding, and you just can't look away, Penny. <laughs> Thanks, JC. I am the main attraction in the freak show tent. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'll swallow a sword. Uh... I just look weird. I am the freak. How are you, JC? I'm excellent today, Painty. I'm the um, bearded lady. <laughs> Slash ringmaster, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. I'm very well today. I um, had a pretty productive weekend so far, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, pumped for the week coming. Yeah. Ready to be more productive this week. How about yourself? Um, just like the circus, I've been jumping through hoops this weekend. Um, <laughs> it's been a pretty good weekend. Friday went out for drinks after work for a work colleague's 26th birthday. So happy birthday nice. out there, Jack. little birthday plug for yourself. What uh, a youngster. What 26. a youngster. Oh, I don't even know I was 26. Ah, oh, so long ago. <laughs> if I knew what I knew now, back when I was 26, I'd be a very powerful individual. <laughs> uh, so true. Mm. But uh, on Saturday, uh, cleaning day, cleaning day, and uh, decided mm-hmm. to go to, in the afternoon, for a little bit of afternoon tea, um, down at Three Sheets in Hillary's Boat Harbour. Mm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we tucked into some wood-fired garlic bread pizza um Mm -hmm. we we jumped into some pork belly bites and some mozzarella cheese arancini balls with some tomato um paste sort of sauce that was quite nice quite delicious Mm. how many stars stars i gave that a four and a half stars out of five jc four and a half quite delicious food came quite quickly um Mm -hmm. and the cider was quite nice as well Oh, nice. That gives them no room for improvement there, Penny. Four and a half, half, I mean... Half a star improvement could be there. (laughs) (laughs) So true. (laughs) How was your Saturday? My Saturday, what did we get up to? We gallivanted around to um, try and... Oh, that was today, sorry. I'm losing track of the day. So uh, Saturday, I spent most of the day indoors working on assessments for uni. And Sunday, I spent... Uh, today, I we were running back and forth, grabbing a couple bargains off Gumtree and, um, yeah, went to the shopping and done all these, all the nitty-gritty stuff we should have done on Saturday, really, mm-hmm. um, today, because I, I like my Sunday for a bit of R&R and yep. just a bit of cleaning and, you know, lazing around the house. So, um, yeah, but uh, very productive overall. Very happy with it. Sunday is good for talking to the people as well. JC. Yes, talking to the good people of What the Hay. What the Hay. 
<laughs> Before we get into what we've got on tonight's show, JC, I did promise the people last week that I would do a little delving, little research into our future US president from last oh, week. Oh, yes. Yeah, what, what was their name again? Alana Rimicki was the person, so-called person for the presidential election for 2030. So I thought I'd go into a little research on different social media outlets to see if I could find an Alama Rimiki. So hmm. at this point, we just know their name. So we don't know if Rimiki's actually a married name. So at the mm-hmm. moment, it could be Alana and then their maiden name. We don't know. I went through. First thing I thought I'd check was that I get emails every day at work with this place. LinkedIn. Went on LinkedIn. There's no Alana Rimiki. So, <laughs> false start there. So, I went into wow. uh, Twitter and Instagram. I thought, if any young lady that's aspiring to be president wants to get onto... Tw- would be on Twitter or Instagram. One of those two places. So, we all know Surely. Donald Trump's on Twitter. So, we know there. Mm-hmm. So, you want to get your message out to the people quickly... And very short. So Twitter's always a good platform for there. Nothing there. Um, so Instagram, I thought it could be publicising a few photos. No, no Lana Rimicki on Instagram. So then I thought, hmm. what's the next one? Surely not in MySpace. So we'll go to uh, Facebook. <laughs> so Facebook went on Facebook. And there's no Lana Rimicki in terms of a person. But someone has made a page for Alana Rimiki. Um <laughs> It's circling around, let's make America great again. Now, <laughs> so there's two followers on this page. So one of them is the engineer behind the page. So and the other one's you? <laughs> not me, no. <laughs> it's probably Noah. Uh, <laughs> so I thought, let's do a Google search. So I found heaps of pages devoted to this strange time traveler Noah um, but I did find one on it's called Higgy Pop so it's H-I-G-G-Y-P-O-P HiggyPop.com so it's hmm. sort of like a Metro the Mirror the Daily Star those sort of websites for tabloid news um, so there's one page on there it just states is Alana Rimiki a real person we don't know. I say no, but we just don't know. But there's a whole page there, and then there's another bit where it's sort of an election drive this early. It says, Election Day is Tuesday, November 7, 2028. Register your vote. So people are getting on to this really early, thinking there's going to be a Lana Rimiki. Now, if I wanted to sort of become famous overnight, I would probably, at this point now, de-poll and change my name to Alana Rimiki if I was a lady. <laughs> and I would say, I'm Alana Rimiki. I will be your presidential um, candidate. Go from there. I reckon Alana Rimiki is going to be a man if if this person does exist. Only because it's 2028. And, and, you know, like, the way the, the gender gap's happening and all this kind of stuff with equality, I mean, names aren't really going to mean that much. So, you know, you could be an Alana Rimiki. I wouldn't hold it against you, Paini. And you could stay a man. Could be. Could be. <laughs> it could be our very first transgender president as well. Oh, even better. 
So I like it. There's, there's, there's another thing there. So we just don't know. And as I said earlier, Rimiki could be a married name. So mm. Alana could be a different name at the moment. So we don't know who Alana Rimiki is. So Interesting. Mm, eyes peeled for that one. Yeah, watch that space. Mm. Um, it's it's funny um, how we were discussing last week about this time travel in Noah, and ever since then, I just seem to be reading more and more time travellers <laughs> coming out of the woodworks, Painty. Just today, I was reading about one that was um, apparently from the year 2043, and um, he was saying that, uh, the 9-11, that 9-11 was engineered by the US government. To um to to bring the U.S. together because uh, to avoid a civil war in 2008. That's okay. um yeah, it's a bit out there. It is. But it, this this other person went on to say that yeah, um he's predicting a nuclear war with Korea. I mean that's not hard to predict really. <laughs> um and that'll turn into a World War Three that'll happen very fast. I mean no no groundbreaking stuff there. No. But it's just interesting how one person does it and then uh, I, I don't know. I don't think it's a time traveler, personally. No. I think it's uh, attention seekers or people that want to obviously put a message across, which is, I think it's a positive message to talk about, you know, like um, global warming and all these things that will mm. happen in the future and, and make people more aware that, you know, but who knows? <laughs> so on tonight's show, JC, what have we got? What can the people expect? We have a daredevil skateboarder. What else do we have, Painty? Uh, we have a road of chocolatey goodness. Let's just say that. And we also have a rebel cow. A rebel cow. We we can't we can't. Uh, it wouldn't be what the hay without an animal in there. <laughs> I I think since what the hay started, I think we're seeing more animal news. Like the animals want to get on the show. Yeah, that's all it is. They yeah. just they just want to blow up. <laughs> they no, want their Twitter accounts to be blowing up daily. No, no bull there, right? No bull. Uh, no bull. <laughs> Uh, Are we going to get into it? Let's get into it. So there's a daredevil skateboarder who um, was in Scarborough and he decided to pull this stunt um, at the Scarborough, the new Scarborough pool that's just been built. Yep. And um, there's this very high railing and apparently they're, they're looking at changing this now because of this, this happening and... Um, a few people have said, look, it's just skateboarders will see that and they'll want to do what this guy's done. Mm-hmm. If you watch the video, <laughs> it's pretty horrific, but luckily it's a bit dark, so it doesn't look too bad. Yep. But uh, you've seen the video as well, Painty, haven't you? Mm. Yeah. And, like, the drop must be, I'd say, five, six metres maybe? Yeah, maybe a bit more. about that. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, like, he he basically goes down this ramp bit, bit of a... It's almost like a, a quarter pipe. Um, and I think he's trying to launch into the water of the pool. And he gets to the bottom of it, and he just slips backwards, essentially. And he lands almost headfirst, basically flat against the edge of the pool. Uh. Yeah, and then he falls into the pool. And, yeah, all the guys that are with him are like, oh, no, and everything okay, and calling out to him. And then you hear him go, my leg. <laughs> so he's broken his leg, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Um, and, yeah, look, he's lucky to um, to get off with that type of minor injury, yep. especially with the impact that I saw on, on the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, 
it's quite funny because the only reason the video went up on um, YouTube was because um, Livid Skateboards got hold of the video somehow and they put it on their Instagram account. And um, obviously people poking fun at it, but I saw there was like hashtags for hashtag you idiot and hashtag broken leg or something like that. So, I mean, I'm assuming the guys that have given the video out to Livid Skateboards knew the, the person and was having a laugh at him. Yep. Um, because I'm assuming he's pretty much okay, just a few broken bones and a bit of um, broken dignity, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I thought it was quite hilarious. Uh, I recommend people going to watch the video. Um, I came across the article on perthnow.com.au, and, um, yeah, people want to check it out and have a bit of a laugh if people are into that kind of thing. Um, the article was written by Regina Titilius, and, um, yeah, she goes on to talk about all the different the, – the spokeswoman from Sterling and um, how she she said that gone through all the Australian standard safety requirements for this project and other measures are being considered. So they're trying to stop this from happening again because they're yeah. worried about copycats and things like that. Yeah. But, you know, if he was like a Tony Hawk kind of person, I don't think that would have really happened. But no. obviously he needs to – do a bit more practice. Tell you what, he he was a skater boy and he definitely was not good enough for her, so <laughs> <laughs> We'll see you later, boy, at the hospital. <laughs> so yeah, I I came across that and I thought that's definitely what the hay. And I like to um promote idiocy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes what the hay isn't just humour, it's about what the hay, what the hell are you doing? That's just Exactly. No. It it's just, you know, awareness for the general public about, you know, this is what happens when you're something stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> learn, kids, learn. Don't do things stupid. <laughs> what the hay recommendation? <laughs> Seal of approval. <laughs> uh, so what did you come across today, Danny? Now, I came across an article. Uh, it's in the metro.co.uk, and it's by Kate Buck. Now, Kate has done a little article about this a new way to deal with issues in the world so and in particular council issues so jc have you ever felt like eating cereal while driving a car on the road um now if you have Mm. then maybe one place in the uk might be the way to go for you Mm. let's get more into this so someone used cocoa pops to mock council for not filling potholes that is right, people. You have heard that right. Filling your local potholes on the road with cocoa pops. So, <laughs> a council worker who says the council's budget for fixing potholes is just not big enough has taken matters into his own hands. Instead of using the tried and tested tarmac, he decided to use cocoa pops and a six pint carton of milk into the pothole claiming it is the only temporary fix until they get a better budget. Now, this seems something out of Willy Wonka, JC. It's just bizarre. It does. It, it, I saw the video, and it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you said, the clip begins with the council worker in a high-vis jacket standing in the town's Merrick Road pouring a box of Cocoa Pops into the hole. The person filming, who wished to remain anonymous, then approaches the man and asks him what he is doing, 
who definitely replies he is fixing the potholes. It's come to um, come from the top. There's only a six million pound budget to fix the potholes, so this is a cheaper alternative. The man then continues to pour a full box of cereal into the large pothole, and as the person filming asks, "You're having an effing laugh, aren't you?" Um, Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what would Cocoa Pops be without milk? The worker then proceeds to pour six pints of milk into the hole, creating a chocolatey, muddy mess. When the man filming asks how much money they were giving, given to sort the potholes, the man then points to the pothole and says, Well, we got six million pound budget. That's all there is. So <laughs> I'd be wondering if they'd for a bit of a laugh and get a spoon and start eating out of the pothole like a giant cereal bowl but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you're going to run your half a ton to a ton car over the pothole I'm pretty sure it's going to create a big mess big chocolatey mess <laughs> <laughs> it is thought that the group copied a video done by an amateur dramatic group last week which shows men from utter nonsense films filming a pothole's on the Isle of Iran with the same breakfast cereal. The spokesperson of East Ayrshire Council said, In yesterday's council budget, we acknowledge the problems caused by potholes and road defects, caused by the severe winter weather and the travelled the road repair budget to £6 million for the year ahead. There are 55 road resurfacing programs in the pipeline and we have teams working seven days a week to repair road defects. Road safety is a serious issue, and we would strongly discourage anyone from standing in the road and putting others and themselves at harm's way. Social media using Kirsten Cole joked. I mean, to save some money, you should have just used Asada's own make. Does the same job for half the price. So... <laughs> But uh, if you're driving on the roads, maybe you'll see that damn Cocoa Pops monkey run out the road on you now if you're using Cocoa Pops. That's true. I think um, I think that Asada's um, own make is like our equivalent probably to um, like Home Brand or Woolworths kind yeah. of Cocoa Pops. Uh, that's quite funny. The monkey could swing out the road and just like just like a chocolate milkshake, only bumpy. Ah, oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Is it bumpy because you've hit the monkey and you've <laughs> driven over it? Uh, but yeah, if you can look at the video, it is actually quite a amusing video to watch. Yeah, the guy is definitely pulling the um, pulling the Mickey out of um, the council, and yeah, I think it's it's a good way of um, putting your point across about you know how much importance that some governments put on you know different infrastructure issues and things like that. So, you know, yep. got to have a laugh at the same time. So, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> uh, what did you find for Article 3, JC? I came across a cow. A cow? Not any, not any cow. A rebel cow. <laughs> uh, the cow that has not been named. He um, escaped a slaughterhouse in Poland. And he... So, he did this while he was being loaded onto a truck. And um, he did it at a place in Poland called Nysa. And um, he went on to... Uh, and I, I read this and I thought, oh, I could actually look this place up. Because he went on to 
swim to an uninhabited island um, nearby and has been living there ever since. And because I read that and then thought, oh, isn't Poland like right in the middle of Europe? And so it's basically a huge lake that they have there. Uh-huh. And um, this animal's just made a break and then thought, screw this, I'm living on that island over there. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, This sounds utter nonsense. Um, So the article went on to say, um, just last month we wrote another cow in Poland that escaped her farm and went on to join a herd of bison on the edge of primeval Bioloiza forest. And earlier this month we featured Hermian, a plucky cow from the Netherlands that escaped just as her owner was sending her to the slaughterhouse and hid in the woods for over six weeks. So this article was done by the nice people at Oddity World, I think it was called, and it was done. The article was written by Spooky, and um, yeah, I just love how they've got photos of this cow as well. That <laughs> apparently this cow, and um, it, it, so basically, the Polish news website Wio Domowski uh, said that the daring escape took place la- um, last month. Um, just as slaughterhouse employees were about to load the cow onto the truck, her owner, nice uh, Anissa Farmer, um, known only as Mr. Lakas, um, had apparently advised the men to use tranquilizers on the animal, but they refused, saying it wasn't necessary. They were wrong. <laughs> as soon as the cow saw the truck, she started thrashing about and breaking a farm worker's arm and leaving his, him with bruised ribs. Um, before jumping over the metal fence and running across the field to the nearby lake. Um, witnesses say the, they saw the cow plunge into the water and swimming all the way to the small, uninhabited island. Uh, Mr Lux uh, and his farmhands spent a week trying to catch the cow, even calling the local firefighter department for assistance. Um, but every time they got within 70 metres of the animal, she just swam away to another peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> a vet a vet called to shoot the cow with a tranquilizer gun um, said he'd ran out of gas cartridges um, and that they would arrive in a few days. The cow's owner told reporters that he owes, um, he is also considering calling in hunters to shoot the animal, uh, but he is reluctant to do so so just just yet because then he would not be able to sell her to the abattoir. Mm-hmm. Uh, for now, he's waiting um, on the vet to receive gas cartridges and delivering food to the cow by boat to make sure she survives. That's nice, like, to an, to an extent, you know, the, <laughs> dropping off goods for the cow and he eats a bit and then runs away from the, the tranquilizer darts shooting at him. Uh, instead of, like, a Dumbo drop from plane, there could be, like, a cow drop instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it goes on to say, luckily for the rebel cow, her her cause has been taken up by Polish po- politician and former singer Pawel Kukits, um, who posted a photo of the animal on Facebook calling her a hero cow and praising her determination and will to survive. She escaped heroically and infiltrated the island in the middle of the lake, where it ma- remains today, Kozik said, according to the Polish news um, magazine. Um, she did not succumb to firefighters who wanted to transport, transport her by boat, and she was still on the battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm not a vegetarian, but fortitude and the will to fight for this cow's life is invaluable. Therefore, I decided to do everything to cause the cow to be delivered to a safe place, and in the second stage, 
as a reward for her attitude, give her guarantee of a long-term retirement and natural death, oh. the politician went on to say. So that's nice. Mm. I, um, it's almost like the Hunger Games, where you know this, <laughs> this animal is like stuck on an island and people are hunting her. Jeez, intense. It is. It's um, interesting. Yeah, it's like that um, Owen Wilson movie, um, Behind Enemy Lines, when he, okay. like, he crashes... Uh, he's being he's taking photos of like another European country because they're not meant to be uh, dealing in arms, and then he gets shot down in his plane. He has to survive to get back home to America, and yes. um, they're after him. So it's kind of like that, like the cows survive and it's trying to get through um, behind enemy lines. You know, it's, 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 there's a movie in this. There is a movie in this one. Oh, we should write the movie, Penny. <laughs> We'd be millionaires. <laughs> uh... I I just love the determination of this cow, and um, yep. yeah, it's just great. Mm. Definitely what the hay. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Now we have a nice segment we have every time we do the podcast at the end of the show. JC, what is that segment called? What the hay? Go out and see Perth today. And Fringe Edition, obviously, still. Yes, Fringe Edition, the last time. Last time, mm. I um I unfortunately haven't been able to get out to Fringe this year, Penny. That's my dirty little secret. Yeah, it's unfortunate because Fringe has finished for 2018, and it just felt like I only just started. I know it's it's so sad. It hurts me deeply. I've <laughs> <laughs> done the reverse because so, last year I didn't do much Fringe, and you did, and it's kind of the reverse now. I've done more Fringe it is. than you. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> what kind of topsy-turvy world do we live in now? <laughs> did you um, did you end up going out seeing Fringe this weekend, Painty? No, unfortunately. I had other plans, more important plans when it comes to birthdays and stuff. So I didn't, mm. unfortunately. But I still got to see some. So, right. so just a recap on what I saw. So I saw a comedy for three, um, three-course comedy, which was quite good. Um, we saw mm-hmm. the drunk comedy show, then mm-hmm. I saw Random, the comedy magic show, and then there was the Cactus and the Mime. That's right. That lovely show that definitely wasn't a children's show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all four were very good. So I, I was happy I went to those four shows, and hopefully if they come back next year, I can recommend those shows next year. Hmm. And hopefully they come back with new material or different, you know, things. Because that's mm. one of the things we found when, when you find some act or, you know, um, comedian or somebody you like, if you go back the next year and see them, they might have uh, created a different act or show. And, yeah. and um, if you like their humor or like the theme of the, the show or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you'll definitely like their, their new version of it. There's um, also, as we mentioned, Get Out and See Perth today there's a couple of festivals coming up in march too so you and i mm. can definitely get into those and talk about them so um, definitely promote things in perth that's what you like to do that's it and you know give give good old perth a good old go <laughs> <laughs> same for any uh new businesses that want to get on and do some free advertisement they can because we are as we said we promote local business in perth and different shows in perth yeah, we want to make sure that um, Perth becomes the, the happening place because it, it, 
it wasn't for so long, and now I feel mm. like it's it's just getting there, isn't it? Isn't it, it is, it is. But it still hasn't lost its identity at the same time, so it's still got that um, natural beauty about itself, and it hasn't sort of gotten lost in the whole scheme of planning for bigger things. It's still kept its innocence mm. a little bit, so that's what yeah. I like about Perth. Yeah, it hasn't lost its virginity. Really, <laughs> it's, it hasn't gone New York yet, or um, you know, it's it's still down to earth kind yep. of person. Mm. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else for this week, JC? Um, I'd just like to thank all our listeners. Um, I'm glad that we we're able to get it out as per usual on our Sunday. Yep. Um, and um. Uh, yeah, if anybody wants to give any feedback to our show, they can get us at whatthehay at email.com. They can just drop us a line and let us know what they think or let us know of an article or mm-hmm. let us know of their business, whatever they like. I yeah. mean, let us know that, you know, their chair is squeaky or, um, <laughs> you know, should we be worried about that rash on their back? Anything. You know, anything. Anything at all. We're here to please. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's that's about from me. that's about it from me, Penny. Uh, how about yourself? Uh, we won't be on next week, the long weekend. Uh, ah, yeah. yes. So we have a JC and I will have a week break, sort of relax a bit with the long weekend. I will be in Lancelin, enjoying the beach, enjoying the sunshine, and enjoying the beers and ciders. I think. Oh, lovely! Oh, I might join you. <laughs> we could do what the hay beach edition. Beach edition, like we won't be talking about much. We'll just be like us drinking beer, and that's about it. It'd be great. I hope everybody enjoys their long weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I I always do. And um, we'll see you. Stay safe. We'll see you same time, same place, whenever you play it. Yes, and it's and for all the Perth drivers out there, it is double demerit points. Please be safe on the road. If you are tired, pull over and just don't be an idiot on the road. That's a what the hay recommendation. It is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Until then, good night. See you guys.